0: Good evening. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski Podcast by Power 88 Dean Radio and Secret Weapon Consulting. I'm Chris Kostich. Alongside me, the Ravens homer, here to talk about the <laughs> Thursday night football game last night where the Ravens able to handle business. And other than that, other NFL news, Keenan Allen getting the 10,000 yard receiving mark last night ne- or not last night, this past week. And a new documentary, Patriots documentary, coming out on Apple TV. Probably talk about that a little bit. Probably not. But made a part of this week 11 preview. Going to preview all the all the games coming up, including an incredible Kansas City versus Philadelphia Eagles matchup on Monday Night Football. And that's all here on Fumble Rooski Podcast. All right, let's get right into it. Flock beating the Bengals on Thursday night football. And, I mean, if we take away the injuries aside to Burrow and Andrews, the the Ravens took care of business. That's, that's probably the easiest way to really look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really have a lot of concern here with Mark Andrews being out for the year. Uh Tuck, you were just saying right before the show that you're happy that it's nothing more serious like an Achilles or anything like that. Just keep it at an ankle injury. Keep it as minor as you can. But mm-hmm. regardless of the fact, he's out for the year.
1: Yeah, that's very that's very unfortunate. After a very pleasant night hearing the news that Mark Andrews was going to be out for maybe the whole season, likely the whole season is a very unfortunate situation. As we all know, he's Lamar Jackson's go-to guy, so it is a big blow to the offense. We'll see how the Ravens adjust now that we have these uh, ten gate, this 10-day bye to look at and see how the offense adjusts around him. Overall, without Mark Andrews, I think we did okay, to say the least. Odell Beckham stepped up when we needed to. Rashad Bateman finally got that elusive touchdown he needed to. Zay Flowers should have had a touchdown, but, you know, rough ball got in the way of that. Um, but <laughs> – Overall, I think it, the defense played am- amazing as it always does. Even though we gave up a touchdown to Jamar Chase, lucky. But all in all, uh, we we came, we saw, we conquered, we took care of business, we swept our division rivals, like I knew we were going to do. But everyone <laughs> thought that you know Joe Burrow and those pesky Cincinnati Bengals were going to beat us. Maybe next time. Maybe next year.
0: Maybe, maybe next, next time when live. Burrow's actually healthy.
1: He was. I don't care what anybody tells me. He was healthy enough to play the first uh, the first game against us. He looked awful, but he was healthy enough to play.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird how that all came about, though. Switching over to the Burrow injury real quick. Yeah, because he wasn't on the injury report for anything, and then all of a sudden, Bengals social media posts a picture of him wearing this, like, soft hand brace or mm-hmm. soft cast on his hand. And all of a sudden, what's going on with Joe Burrow? And then first half, he can't throw the ball anymore, and he's done for the day. Now the NFL starting to look into this, starting to get a little investigation going on in this, because why aren't you putting Burrow on the injury report? Why aren't you – I mean, yeah, you don't want to make it known that your star quarterback is – Injured is hurt. But geez, you know, if it's so serious that this dude can barely even a, maybe even grip the ball or throw the ball. Why are we even putting him in extra danger when he just got off of that calf injury?
1: Yeah, I was worried about it. Hopefully he, hopefully it's nothing too serious and he can make a, a recovery from this. Hopefully it's not nothing too like dangerous or dangerous, but Looking at the injury, uh, I think it's something that he sustained against the Houston Texans because it looks like it was something that was carried over into this game. And then when Jadavion Clowney hit him, it looked like it hurt even more. And then when he threw that touchdown pass, it was like, oh, this is done. And that's strange because that's normally not what happens. Normally after a touchdown pass, you think everything is fine. But when he went over to the sideline and tried to throw a ball, it was like, yeah, he can't do it.
0: And I was like. Oh, man, that sucks. I know. And especially because this was supposed to be a really good game. This was supposed to be a very anticipated matchup or highly anticipated matchup because all these Thursday night games have just been awful. Awful. Who came up with this? I know. Uh, The schedule has been awful this year. And finally we get a good game, and it's ruined by injury. And it was a good
1: game starting out.
0: Yeah, definitely was. But in the scheme of things, you know, it's – it just doesn't end up living up to the hype because you don't get Joe Burrow versus Lamar Jackson at the end of the day. No. Nah. but um, unfortunate to the Cincinnati Bengals. I know. It really is. But I think mm-hmm. another thing to look at, too, is now the Steelers are really going to be in a pri- – I mean, yeah, the Ravens are going to be in a prime spot to take over the, or to win the division now, obviously. The yeah. Bengals, I think they're just done at this point because Lord knows how long Burrow's going to be out. And then, the Browns no more Deshaun. They're gonna have to really rely on the defense right now. And the Steelers. Tuck, do you know what the Steelers' schedule is coming up? Not off the top. Uh, I'll read. Uh, I'll read. I, quickly, I'll read but it I know you. they have us. The following. So, they. I'll read you up until uh, Christmas. Uh, Christmas Day. Yeah. Browns. Bengals. Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, and the Bengals again, maybe with Burrow. We don't really know how his injury is, but the Steelers could potentially be looking at, let's say, so they're six and three right now. Maybe seven and three, maybe eight and three, eight and four. Um
1: wait, when do they face us?
0: Uh they don't play the Ravens till uh the seventh. Really? Uh January seventh.
1: That mm,
0: I really thought it was sooner, but my, my fault. But regardless, regardless, the Steelers could even put themselves in a spot to be in a possession where that last game is for the division.
1: Yeah, it could be. I guess for some reason, even though they don't deserve some of these games, their defense keeps them in these games to where the offense finally scores, and then the defense just closes it out just spectacularly. I don't know how they keep managing to do it. They did it against the Titans. They did it against the Packers. Game on the line. That defense is on the field. You know you need to score, and yet for some reason, they just keep getting away with this. They've been out-yardaged out, out yardaged every single game of the season against every opponent, yet they're 6-3. and three. That defense is legit. I don't know how Mike Tomlin continues to do this every season where his teams just defer not to lose and they somehow pull out victories just out of nowhere. It's actually pretty impressive considering. I don't know how that offense is so bad yet still manages to pull out victories left, right, and center. And I still don't know how Matt Canada has a job. If Ken Dorsey can get fired, Matt Canada can get fired. <laughs> I don't.
0: Literally. It's the only reason Canada is going to stay is because it's the Steelers. And the Steelers. The Steelers. Change.
1: They will never change when it comes to their coaching policy. They, they will stick won't. it out. till at least the end of the season before they fire someone. Oh, man.
0: And mm. that that's the thing is you're going to keep having Matt Canada on. And it doesn't even matter because you still have. You still have that motherfucker, or excuse me, jeez, that that guy, I had coach over there, Mike Tomlin.
1: Yep. And it doesn't matter if they stifle the development of Kenny Pickett because you know what? They'll make it work because it's the Steelers.
0: Literally, and that's the thing too is the Steelers are kind of again their offense or their some of their weapons more involved too. Like Najee's starting to get more involved again. Starting, mm-hmm. they're starting to uh, swap it, or they're starting to get. His share with Jalen Warren a little bit more intertwined, yeah. A little bit, um, Deontay Johnson was getting uh, a lot of good looks off the injury, but the problem is that George Pickens isn't getting as many looks now. Um, so they still need to work on really spurring the ball out, but regardless, they are definitely in a very good spot compared to what it was probably two weeks ago.
1: I think they're getting. I think they're getting better. Is yeah. that's the right word here? I don't think they're getting worse on offense because I don't think you can get worse with that group. With all the talent that they have, the play calling that they have is ridiculous at times. So all in all, I think if they can just get the play calling right because they have the pieces and talent to make it work, if the play calling can just get there, I think this team can be very dangerous in the playoffs because they can run the ball and play defense. And that's always a dangerous tandem
0: in the playoffs. Oh yeah. And that's the thing with the Steelers too. They're built on that blue collar, ground and pound type of thing. We're gonna beat the hell out of you. That's yeah. that's what their city is. And that's what the team has always reflected.
1: I, I, I just if they make the playoffs, I need Kansas City to knock them out of the playoffs. That's that's what I need. And that's probably what's gonna happen. That's that's if they're that's if Kansas City's the two seed. True. They're probably more than likely the one seed and we'll be the two and we'll have to knock them out.
0: <sighs> I think well, if the Chiefs lose then the Ravens will definitely have the one seed at that point. And I'm saying like this week.
1: Uh we wouldn't be the one seed. They uh what's their record? 7 and 3 or 7 uh, and 2 or I'm 6 and right. 2.
0: They're 7 and 2. So if they uh, lose then
1: yes we'll have the one seed but
0: yeah. For that
1: moment, but that's until we have a buy.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. You guys haven't had the buy yet. No. That's uh, week 14 for the Ravens' buy.
1: I can't Uh wait for that because then we hopefully get some of our pieces back.
0: Yeah. You probably will at that point. Mm -hmm. We'll take a quick break when we come back. We'll get into the week 11 preview. A lot of good games on this week 11 slate coming up here on the Fumble Podcast. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski Podcast by Power Eighteen Radio and Secret Weapon Consulting. Chris it's Justin Tucker. Uh, Tuck, any football news you want to discuss before we get into the Week 11 slate?
1: Nothing in particular uh, Kyle, other than Kyler Murray coming back and actually getting his first one of the season. Congratulations, Kyler. You look, yeah. you look pretty good off that ACL injury.
0: Yeah, no, Adam and I were talking about um, – especially with the top five picks. And we're talking about the Bears. The Bears were on the honorable mention for the top three because last Thursday they were able to beat the Panthers, obviously, Mm -hmm. and get themselves closer to a first round or to that first overall pick. And now that Kyler Murray's back, their Bears are probably going to have a higher chance of landing that first overall pick now because Kyler Murray, depending on how Kyler Murray does, obviously, We don't know if he's going to end up going back to being a world beater or not or being that fun, dominant, small player that he is. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Whenever Kyle Murray plays, the NFL is definitely better to watch. He's just a fun player to watch all in all.
1: Yeah, but I have been interested in watching the Jobs-Dob story unfold because Mm -hmm. he was doing well in uh, the Cardinals, and now he's doing well with the Vikings, even though he just got there.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be the uh, Sunday night football matchup: Vikings Broncos. So Josh Dobbs on primetime. I'm not week. sure how I feel about the Broncos on primetime anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can talk about that when we, when we get there. But we have the week eleven pre. Actually, I do have one more thing. Um, did you? So did you see the uh, Patriots? They're on Apple TV coming out with a new ten part documentary.
1: What is it revolving around?
0: The whole dynasty. Oh, no. The whole dynasty.
1: The whole, uh, from beginning to, from 2001 all the way to what, 2019?
0: Yeah, I'm assuming when Brady leaves. Yeah. Uh, As a Patriots fan, I'm very excited for it. I just Mm -hmm. hate how it's on Apple TV. Like, the one thing that I know that I know nobody that has it.
1: You would have to go out of your way to get it if you're that much of a Patriots fan.
0: I'd have to go on like an illegal streaming site if I wanted to do it because I don't want to get Apple TV.
1: <laughs> you could just get it for the free trial and then, uh, what a month or a week, just watch it then and then just cancel it.
0: Yeah, true. I could, I could wait till everything comes out, but that would be I'd have to wait 10 weeks unless they did it the way they did the, uh, the Last Dance, and they came out with two episodes every night. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Oh, but I wouldn't mind watching uh Brady rise up to being
0: the GOAT. I wouldn't mind watching that. No. I, I think it's something that everyone should should watch, because that's, that's just a point of NFL history that we may never see again. Nah, not from the Patriots, the way they're looking. Well... Yeah, well not right now, obviously, but in the I don't know. We we'll
1: have to wait and see what when it comes to Kansas City though, because they do have two rings in five years.
0: Yeah, true. I didn't even think about that because and even this year KC could even make a run at it too. Mm-hmm. So but it could um, happen. It could, but moving on, the one o'clock slate will start with the Steelers and the Browns. Um, I just mentioned about this how this is the first uh game on the Steelers' upcoming schedule that kind of looks like they have one say really a cakewalk, but it's definitely a easier schedule, uh, for them to say at least. Um, mm-hmm. Cleveland by one and a half, though. So, obviously, Vegas <sighs> is still very confident in Cleveland's defense, but. Uh, I don't know.
1: Uh, I got I got the Steelers just barely. Yeah, unless for some reason Kenny Picky just just turns the ball over at an abysmal pace, I got the Steelers winning that because I'm not sure if I trust
0: P.J. Walker or Dorian Thompson Robinson. No, I don't either. And I mean, yeah, you got a couple wins out of P.J. Walker, but uh, DTP is I think DTP is supposed to be the starter. Um, for this week, at the very least, I don't. I need more, but again, he'll have more time to prepare
1: than a couple of hours before a game. I think that's fair. I think he didn't have a fair showing against the Ravens of all teams as your first game. Yeah, true. Me having a couple of hours to prepare as the starter—that's not fair on him. So hopefully, this week he actually has time to prepare.
0: So, um, we're all. So we're both in favor of the Steelers here? Yeah, but
1: I think it's going to be by field goal because I don't trust that offense.
0: No, I definitely agree. Uh, Bears-Lions, this is easy. Lions, uh, the spread's at seven and a half. I'll say Lions by like 14.
1: Lions by 10 is, uh I, yeah, Lions by 14 is a safe bet. I don't want to yeah. give uh, too much credence to the Lions, but this is an obvious one.
0: Yeah. Justin Fields also back as well. So maybe the offense for mm-hmm. Chicago looks better. Maybe. Maybe they get a spark. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not because it's still the Bears. Yeah. I don't know. Just giving them a little
1: uh, hope. What were you saying? Just giving them a little hope.
0: Just give them a little hope. I mean, look, look, let's let's be real here. They do have three wins, so who's to say yeah, they can't it's get possible. a fourth? Who's to say they can't get a fourth?
1: And then we watch the game Sunday and they actually look <laughs> dominant.
0: The Bears are up 20 to nothing. <laughs> Chargers, Packers, Chargers by three. Um so the big one here was that Keenan Allen uh, sprained AC joint he said he's good to play um off topic did you see so Keenan Allen breaking the yeah uh, receiving like, yards and the chargers I and the mm-hmm. chargers posted every single receiving yard that he got and mm-hmm. it was like an hour and a half video. I
1: was like, you guys are doing too much. I'm not <laughs> sitting here for an hour and a half. Even though Keenan Allen is a great route runner, I'm not sitting here for an hour and a half. I've got things to do today. Oh, man. Uh, but do I do the Chargers really need him to be Green Bay? Yeah. yeah. I say yes, but again, it's an AC joint. And I, I don't want it to be like too like uh sit them out but unless they feel like they actually need them which they probably do they do
0: they they really do that that wide receiver core is dumb is just demoralized right now yeah by injuries that's what i mean is they kind of need keenan allen because now they're on to their like fifth string wide receiver right now is there to go into their number two role yeah so if keenan
1: allen can go i'm fine with it but if it's if he's limping, then I'm like, no, don't go, and just heavily rely on Austin Eckler.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, I can, I feel like they're definitely gonna target Eckler a lot more in this game, or not like yeah. they don't already try to force feed him a little bit, but you know, they already force feed the ball to Keenan Allen mm-hmm. all the time. So it's not maybe no it's not a bad option.
1: Not a bad option.
0: Oh my god. It, Maybe maybe we could start the conversation, Keenan Allen's top five. He could when he's healthy, yes. I believe he's top five when he's healthy. Yeah. As a Keenan Allen fantasy owner for multiple years, I mean, dude, he has saved me so many times in games. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my god. Oh, man. He almost saved me against New Orleans. If he didn't go down against New Orleans, he would have won fantasy for me that week. Yeah. Um so on there, the Chargers here. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about Jordan Love because starting the season, he was fine, but he's kind of gone down to earth and even worse. He's going to hell right now. So I'm I I obviously Justin Herbert's the better quarterback, so that's why I'm picking the Chargers, but I could see Green Bay being the better overall team and they could pull it out, but right now it's the Chargers.
0: Yeah, I could also see a Jordan Love big game maybe i want to say like we're not talking like a 400 yard game but maybe we see like jordan love have like two touchdowns 260 yards and have like maybe a 60 percent completion percentage say he's like 24 for 35 or something i don't know if they decide to throw the ball that much which they probably won't but i don't
1: think it's necessary but i believe he'll keep it close i believe yeah. he'll
0: Keep I mean, with goes. that with that charter's defense, you got to think that the Packers are going to at least try, at least put up some points. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not the Jets. The Jets <laughs> only put up what three six points. Yeah. <sighs> we'll get to the Jets. Raiders Dolphins. Um, Dolphins you know by, what? Dolphins by thirteen.
1: I might go Raiders here. Really. I might go Raiders here. Raiders are a 500 team. They are a 500 team. They're an undefeated team under Antonio Pierce. True. For whatever reason, he's got these players buying into his system, and he's got these players playing hard for him. So all in all, I I don't know why, but I want the Raiders this, this game because I don't, know why i'm not trusting the dolphins right now but they're not looking as good as they once did
0: um dolphins here's the other thing though dolphins are at home raiders are on the road raiders are one and four on the road dolphins are four and oh at home that that's probably why i see people picking the
1: dolphins but i'm going out on a limb here i know it's going to be a shocker and i'm probably wrong but i think the raiders are going to win this one For whatever reason.
0: I mean, yeah, any given Sunday. Why not? And I see like
1: Max Crosby like tearing it up.
0: I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this though. Dolphins are coming off the bye. It's they're all is wait, is A chan supposed to come back this week? No. I think he's coming back soon. I'm not sure if it's this week. It's either this week or next week. I forget. Um great. Now you got me looking at the injury report. Um. Yeah, he's supposed prepared. to return. Oh, he's the return. Coach Mike McDaniel relayed: Dolphins are prepared to activate him off of IR ahead of Sunday's game. What is a decision on that front in line to be made after uh today's practice? Actually,
1: if he gets so, his feedback, oh my,
0: oh my. So we'll so we'll end up finding out after the recording of this podcast, essentially. Hmm um moving on to uh one last thing though uh i will i'm gonna go dolphins but to your point of how this is a much different raiders team i don't think it's gonna be a 13 point dolphins win Mm -mm. i think that the raiders will definitely cover on this and i'm thinking more um i'm thinking more like inside 10 maybe a one score game maybe it's like Maybe it's like 28 to 20 type of thing. I can see a 28 to 24 type of score. Yeah. yeah uh, that's good.
1: What was that? Yeah, that's good. I, I, I'm liking that score. 28 to
0: 24. Giants commanders. Uh, uh, bleh, bleh. Washington by eight and a half. Uh, if you're taking the Giants at all for any reason, I – and you're going to take Tommy DeVito as your – you're going to bet Tommy DeVito as the quarterback. Oh, a lot of faith luck. in that
1: Giants defense to score points. You must have a lot of faith in that Giants defense.
0: Good luck, points. Charlie.
1: And it, if Saquon is healthy, I do not think he can just carry this team on his back he won't, for that he long. Can't. He cannot carry this team on his back like that. Because he's the only reliable weapon that they have. Oh. That, uh, that, It's the commanders, and I don't think it's going to be relatively close.
0: No, and the commanders are playing a lot of – are playing much better football. Sam Howell – I don't know if you saw this. Sam Howell is currently leading the league in passing yards this year.
1: Yes. But he's also and, leading the league in sacks.
0: Well, yeah, but, I mean, even despite – even despite all the sacks, it seems that the Eric B system works. It's it, it works. It works. It's making Sam Howell look, look like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> not, not actually, but like you
1: can see something. You can see some of the things they did in Kansas city.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it, it makes me want to believe that Sam Howell is definitely going to be the guy for Washington down the road.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they found their franchise guy after many, many years of searching.
0: That'd be nice. But um, <laughs> the line is at eight and a half. Um, I'd say Washington by 14.
1: Yeah, I'd say Washington by 10 because I don't believe that defense is going to allow them to just get away from it like that. But by 10, I think that's fair because I just don't trust that offense. If- yeah. Oh, wait. Didn't Danny DeVito pass for like negative yards?
0: What was that? Oh, Didn't DeVito? They... Yeah. He... Yeah, it was negative yards. I forget when it was, though.
1: I... Yeah. Commanders by 10. Yeah. Uh,
0: Cowboys, Panthers. Cowboys dominate. Cowboys by 10 and a half. I'll say Cowboys by 30.
1: Yeah, I don't uh that's more of the realistic standpoint. Uh I like Bryce Young, I just don't think it's his year this year. Maybe next year it'll be better, but this year no. Yeah. Unfortunately. It it's not looking too good right now.
0: No. And uh Hayden Hurst the tight end for the Panthers just got ruled out for the moment, um assuming mm-hmm. that he's going to be out for the rest of the, for just the week in general, but uh yeah, status just changed from questionable to out. Yeah, so
1: I oh don't know. When I look at these teams on paper, Dallas better win. They can't lose this game. This may be a trap game, but it's not. They can't lose this game. They shouldn't lose this game.
0: No, they shouldn't. I mean, if you just double cover Adam Thielen and just pack the freaking box and just blitz Bryce Young till he dies, then like, yeah, it, you'll be fine. You'll be fine
1: let's be realistic here. They're they're not losing Dallas
0: by 30. I like yeah. that. Dallas by 30. <laughs> uh Titans Jaguars in Jacksonville. Uh Jacksonville 7 by 7. Here's a stat that will tickle your funny bone. Uh Jaguars are only 2 and 3 at home. <laughs> and the Titans are 0 and 5 on the road. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Is this their first meeting or is it their second one? Uh, I forget. Um, let me check real quick. Uh, this is the first meeting. Okay, they're meeting again. Uh, last game of the year.
1: All right, just making sure. This could. This is. Oh man, it really depends on whether or not I see Derek Henry going off like he usually does. And but they're zero and five on the road. I don't. I'm not sure if they'll continue that streak because it's a division rival, but I, And I'm not convinced by Jacksonville right now, so I think I'm going Tennessee this time because Derrick Henry always shows up against Jacksonville, and Jacksonville hasn't hasn't looked good to me on paper yet. So, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Titans this time.
0: Uh, I'm just quickly looking through all the away games that they've lost. So the first one was against the Saints where they lost 16-15. Derrick Henry had 63 yards on the ground, and that was when Tannehill was still the starter, and he had three interceptions that game. Uh, The next one was the Browns. They lost 27-3. Derrick Henry, 11 carries, 20 yards. That was when Tannehill was still the quarterback. He had had 104 yards uh, passing. That Next loss, scared. yeah. Next loss, Colts. Twenty three to sixteen. Colts won. Uh, Derrick Henry thirteen carries, forty three yards. That was a better Tannehill game, but still not great. He he. In all of these away games, Tannehill has yet to throw a touchdown pass, and Derrick Henry has yet to score a rushing touchdown. They were the home um, game against us. Hmm. Oh no. Wait, what?
1: I was I, I I'm remembering now that we were wearing the weight colors, but I didn't think we were the away team against the Titans.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, when you guys lost 24-16, yeah.
1: No, we won. We won against Oh, the Titans. yeah.
0: I Dude, I'm Yeah. You're right. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Almost lost, but we won.
0: Yeah. Um and then so obviously and then the Titans are on a two game skid right now. They've lost where they lost to the Steelers in the box.
1: Yeah. Um
0: the Steelers game Will Levis threw an interception. Derrick Henry had a better game. 17 carries, 75 yards and a touchdown. Um Titans quarterbacks still have yet to throw a passing touchdown on the road up until Yeah, they still have yet to throw a passing touchdown on the road. Really? Yeah, and Derrick Henry, Mm Derrick Henry, in all but two games or uh, in three of the five games, has rushed for less than like less than fifty yards.
1: Yeah, and the quarterbacks they got to fix this this somehow, some way.
0: Yeah, and the quarterbacks have yet to throw a passing touchdown, which is just absolutely absurd to me
1: on the road they haven't thrown a passing touchdown
0: yeah on the road i think
1: i think will levis will change that this week but i hope i hope too but i hope (laughs) i'm picking the titans i hope that happens but
0: Uh, i'm not picking the titans but i like will levis i want him to do good
1: (laughs) especially after that four touchdown game against the falcons but yeah but yeah i'm still picking the titans screw it let's see how far this goes
0: I'll go Titan. I'm going to say Titans cover. Uh, mm, nah, I really don't actually believe that. I think it's going to be Jacksonville by seven here. All right. So in that case, it'd be a push. But um, moving on to the final one o'clock game, Cardinals-Texans. Uh, Kyler Murray's back. He's looking good again. Uh, CJ Stroud, obviously. Stud. 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 Easy way to put it. Um, Texans by six, first of all, and CJ Stroud could, if he continues this role he's on, he's going to be the first rookie of the year and MVP since Jim Brown, Mm -hmm. which I really hope happens. If I was an MVP voter, um, I would be voting for him in an instant. Just the fact that he's putting up these numbers. With much less turnovers than guys like Josh Allen and Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, three the and Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. four quarterbacks that are usually MVP candidates, and he's debatably having a much better season those than those four quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, he he broke the rookie record for passing yards as a rookie, and that oh man. Against the Bucks, and I was watching that game towards the end because, you know, the Ravens dominated the Seahawks. So when I was watching the game against the Bucks, I was like, no, no. he <laughs> He's going to do it. And he was dicing them up towards the end. I was like, oh, my God, he's actually about to score. They can't <laughs> stop him. Why are they running this coverage? Blitz him. They didn't blitz him. He scores a touchdown. And that's all she wrote. I was like, this kid really just drove down the field with – like a minute and
0: something, and scored the game-winning when he touchdown. <laughs> this kid is a stud. He is a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't here for last week's episode. I actually predicted that, um, that he would throw an interception against uh, Cincy last week. Yeah, it was going to happen. Eventually. Oh yeah, and he he probably the projections have him only throwing three interceptions the re, in general the whole year,
1: so. Uh-huh.
0: We probably won't see him throw another one until like week 18 for all we know.
1: I think a tip pass will happen. And it's like, Oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Interception. Dang it.
1: But other than that, I think it'll probably be like one or two more and that's it. Yeah. Cause I think he protects the ball very well, especially as a rookie.
0: Oh yeah. As a rookie, it's, he's in such an amazing situation. We, we see this again and again, obviously, but like, C.J. Stroud is in one of the best situations you could ever be in as a rookie quarterback. Yes. A great young core around you, good old line good GM in Nick Casario, a good uh, head coach.
1: And, and the Lions.
0: Yeah, and this is just – it's going to be a building block. This is a building block year, obviously, but this has been an extremely good building block year. They can make the playoffs. That's the thing is they could even make the play. This was, oh, man, this built. Yeah, I mean, the one downside you could say is that, oh, now they're not really going to get a great draft pick as a team that's still trying to build. But yeah,
1: but when looking at it as a whole, they've done more with less under this head coach, under this quarterback. They actually believe they can make the playoffs and they have a shot too. So I don't think they need to build much more. Maybe you get a few more pieces on offense, maybe someone on defense, especially at the corner spot if uh, Derek Steen can't stay healthy. I mean, can't stay healthy. But all in all, this team, they might be
0: for- formidable in the next two or three years. Oh, yeah. And they'll definitely be a wild card team this year. But for all we know, they could be going for that division title next year
1: and I go for it this year all things considered with, with what's going on in the south.
0: Yeah. That's the thing is that they could even do it this year too, but I don't know. I'm I'm just going to pump the brakes until I actually see it. But yeah. All right. To the to the actual game though, um the spread's Texans by 6. I'd say I don't know. With Kyler Murray out, it just feels like this could really come down to the wire. If if you were to ask me two weeks ago how this game would play out, I would have said Texans by like 14. But now you got no. Kyler Murray out or Kyler Murray back. You got James Conner back. This could really go either way. I feel. Or this could definitely be a much closer game than people.
1: Yeah. Realize. I think 27-21 Texans. Because for some reason, even regardless, with or without Kyler, the Cardinals figure out ways to play teams tough and even manage to might steal one just like they did against the Cowboys. Yeah. So I believe they'll play it tough like they always do, and they'll lose by, like, a touchdown or something like that. So I was thinking
0: 27-21. I like that. that. 27-21 is a good one. I I think I could go with that probably like a 24-17 look maybe. Yeah, um, I could, I think the Cardinals are definitely going to be putting up 20, at least 20 points this game though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll go through the four o'clock slate as well as our Sunday night football and Monday night football games. You are listening to the Bumble Rooski podcast. You are listening to the Fumblerooski Podcast by Power 18 Radio and Secret Weapon Consulting. Chris Kostic, Justin Tucker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Time for the four o'clock slate. First one is an absolute doozy. Buccaneers and 49ers.
1: Actually, that actually might be a good game.
0: Yeah. I mean, the spread might be a good game. I read that 12, but this Bucks defense is kind of underrated.
1: That Bucks defense is underrated. And Baker Mayfield has been underrated this year. I don't think he's getting the flowers he deserves, oh, considering yeah. the way people considering the way people were talking about him at the beginning of the season. And I was oh, one yeah. of them. I didn't think he was going to play this well at the beginning of the season. But he somehow turned it around. He somehow has made them competitive. He is keeping them in this game. And if it wasn't for CJ Stroud heroics, they would have beat the Texans because baker mayfield let them down and scored the game winning touch well through the game winning touchdown of course but baker mayfield has been playing out of it not out of his mind but he's been playing very good so when yeah. i look at them against the 49ers i don't think they'll win but oh this game might be close
0: and that's the thing too is that baker mayfield had had a turnover problem up until this year right Yes. So he, I think I'm pretty sure he's in the top five for uh, turnovers since 2018, since he came into the league. And this year, 14 touchdowns to five interceptions, 2100 yards, 65 percent completion percentage. Geez, mm-hmm. I mean, if he was on a better team, maybe we look at him as a pro bowler for all we know.
1: Yeah, him and Mike Mike Evans have been unbelievable together. I think he just needed like a big body receiver to go up and get it, and he's finally gotten someone like that in Mike Evans.
0: I mean, yeah, and I think the problem too is like the receivers for the Bucks. I feel like more times than not end up selling yeah. out uh, Baker Mayfield a little bit, like just untimely drops. I mean, yeah, you got yes. you got some plays from Baker here and there where it's like. What are, you, what are you doing? But there was a, there's quite been quite a few games where, uh, where the Buccaneers really shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Monday Night Football against Philly, that's one that comes to mind the most for me. Mm-hmm. And so many opportunities to make that a closer game than it actually was. What was the score like? Twenty-seven or twenty-five to eleven or something like that. I don't even remember. But Point being, that was a game that Tampa could have easily lost by one score, and they didn't because they kept shooting themselves in the foot by A, Baker Mayfield uh, overthrowing a receiver, just missing a receiver a couple times, or the receiver just blatantly dropping the ball.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Ah. Just the little things like that. And if Mm -hmm. they were able to clean that up, it could have been a three-point game.
1: They could have been a lot closer than people give it credit for. And that's how good that team can be when everything, when they're running on all cylinders, the defense isn't bad. The offense can be great at times. And Baker has proven that he is a quality quarterback and that can lead this team in the future. If he continues this up now, it's just, where do they go from here? Do they want to build upon this or do they want to rebuild? That's the
0: question. That's a big question right there. Yeah. Especially because you got Mike Evans aging a little bit as well. Is he in his 10th year now, right?
1: Yeah, he's in his 10th year, about to go into his 11th, but he's still a thousand yard receiver.
0: Yeah, you got to keep him regardless. That's but an insane feat. you got to be, able, you're, I think at this point, like you still got like guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin where you probably should just try to build again. And you got, you pretty much have your quarterback. Might as well just keep going with it.
1: They they have the necessary tools to be contenders, but I'm not sure how big of a window they'll have. Because they tried it last year with Tom, but Tom wasn't the Tom of old. And you can see that. Considering where the offense is now compared to what it was last year, I think they're better than what they were last year. And that's nothing against Tom. It's just... Overall, yeah, no, I,
0: I, 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 I could definitely I definitely agree with that. Like when you saw the way that Brady was playing at the end there, the last playoff game against Dallas, you knew it was it was time to go at that it point. Time to go. There was so many plays where it was just geez, like we're really watching the last game of Tom. Brady right now.
1: Yeah. Now that we've gotten the bucks out the way, it's time to talk about the 49ers.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 49ers, they're back. They they're back. they got the offense back. Everyone's healthy again. Trent Williams is healthy. Debo's healthy. Chase Young and Nick Bose are absolute menaces.
1: On the edge. I don't know how they – I'm still pissed off we couldn't get him.
0: Oh,
1: that uh, – I wanted him uh, – how did they get him for a third-round pick? Why couldn't we just give that up? <laughs> Why can we the just fact that it me? was
0: that it only took a third-round pick is just ridiculous. Yes,
1: and we should have gave up our third-round pick just to get them. Yeah. Unless they were just being like, nah, you got to give up more Ravens. I d- Just a third-round pick is insane to me. It's the 49ers of all people. The rich get richer, especially on that D-line with Javon Hargraves, Nick Bosa, and Tariq Armstead. That is ridiculous. So,
0: that front seven is ridiculous. It really is. Um, score predictions, uh, I'd say 49ers by, I want to say 10, but oh, man, hmm. I don't know, because I think the 49ers, are they're going to win this game, but it's not going to be like, la- I feel like it's not going to be like last week, but maybe it is. For all I, don't think I mean, like we thought the Jaguars week. were gonna come out competitive, and we're talking about Tampa Bay like they're gonna come out competitive.
1: I don't think it'll be like last week. I think it'll be a lot more competitive, but again, it can it has to be more competitive than 34-3. Yeah. It's, so I'm thinking
0: you're thinking 24-3.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking 49ers 30, uh Tampa Bay
0: 21. That's a good, that's a good score. I I, I think can, that's fair. I can roll that. Yeah. I think yeah. that's very fair. I was about to say maybe 49ers by 10. Nine is very doable too for the bucks. Yeah. Hell, we could even see them lose by seven.
1: I could see it. I think what will kill them in the end is just that tandem of Chase Young and Nick Bosa.
0: Yeah. Um. Second game on the four twenty five slate jets bills um jets going jets going to orchard park uh the forecast looks like gonna be rain
1: uh so this means it's going to be a defensive game
0: what's probably gonna be a defensive game um i don't really know if how much the bills are going to try to throw the ball i know that the jets are definitely going to try to pound the hell out of the ball this week with Brees hall I don't know
1: how the because the Bills just fired their OC, so I don't know how the Bills are going to look. So I, I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm pick the, I might pick the Jets here because if this is a defensive battle and it comes down to who turns the ball over less, I'm not sure I can trust Josh Allen right now. I'm not sure if I can. I can't do this to myself if the weather's not in his in his favor. Because all it takes I, is I one horrendous pick, and it's over for them.
0: Yeah, and I think that Robert Sala could definitely get Zach Wilson or get a good game plan going where they can set Zach Wilson up for success again, just like they did week one, yeah. and try to get more of that ground and pound, set up the pass through the run type of thing. So they can limit try to limit those turnovers, but it's gonna be tough because you got Zach Wilson. Um, but this is a huge game for the Bills right here because they real they this is like the get right game that they need right now. Yeah. Huge get right game. Because if they lose this, you might as well forget them for the playoffs.
1: I wouldn't say forget it, but it I don't see them beating any of the top echelon teams in the playoffs if they make it.
0: No, but the but like look at the Bills schedule, it's ridiculous cuz you got the Jets this week and then you got the Eagles next week. Yeah. Then the Chiefs, mm-hmm. then the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, and then you got the Chargers and the Patriots, but <laughs> at that point you could easily be on a three-game losing skid. Yeah. Maybe even four if you lose this week.
1: It, it, I think this is a winnable game, and they should win this game. I think the problem is I don't know how that offense will look, considering they just fired their O.C. Maybe yeah. they look like world beaters coming out, but I'm not sure. My problem is do I trust Josh Allen not to turn the ball over against that Jets defense? And last time I saw, he threw three interceptions against them. That's yeah. my main concern, so... I believe the Jets will commit less turnovers than the Bills, and I believe that's why the Jets might win. I'm, I don't, I don't this is, uh oh, this is nasty. I'm picking the Jets. Ugh. Ugh.
0: I'm going to go Jets spread. I'm not going to pick the Jets, but I think they'll cover. And I'm kind of, I'm just trying to look for um, Josh Allen's uh, last few games. Uh, abysmal abysmal so he has trying to oh is it not going to give me fumbles oh come on but regardless of fumbles one two three four five six games in a row where he's thrown an interception absolutely abysmal
1: Yes, and the last time he had, like, a great Josh Allen game was against the Dolphins, and that was in October. Yeah. The beginning of October.
0: And this is going he back to
1: the London like game, this. too. Last year, he threw 11 interceptions. This year, he's thrown 11 interceptions. He's on pace to throw more.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to 20.
1: But, uh, I think I think we're underrating Josh Allen here, but he needs to, to to protect the ball a little bit more. I'm not not all of them has have been his fault. Some of them have been tipped, some of them have been drop passes. But
0: oh, man, this
1: is this yeah. needs to be fixed now.
0: Now. Exactly. Um, let's move on here. Seahawks Rams. Seahawks. <sighs> this is Vegas has this as a coin flip game. I wouldn't say a coin flip game. I got mm-hmm. the Seahawks. Yeah, I got the Seahawks too. Um we I think Geno Smith really needs to have himself a back. He needs to get himself a good game here. He hasn't really played all that great recently. Yeah. Um I think a coming game
1: here with the weather uh would do good for his confidence.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they're they've won three out of the last four now including a win against the Browns. They did get their butt handed to them by the Ravens, obviously 37 to three, but um, mm-hmm. big problem here is Geno Smith here. Right. And even in that Ravens game, Kenneth Walker couldn't get going, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, last week, Geno Smith had a really good week, 369 yards, two touchdowns, but there's been quite a few games where he hasn't cracked 250 in general. Right. Yeah. And so the Ravens, 157 yards interception. Granted, he did get sacked four times. Uh the Browns game, he barely cracked 250 and he had two interceptions. Uh the Cardinals game, where they won 219 yards and an interception. Uh when they beat the Giants, only 110 yards. Uh when they lost to the Rams week one, only 112 yards. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. This is the second time that the Rams and the Seahawks are playing, and the Rams beat them 30-13. to 13. Uh, And Gino had a really bad game.
1: Yeah, so hopefully against this team, against this opponent, he can bounce back and show, hey, first game was a fluke. It was the beginning of the season. Now let's get into it.
0: Yeah. Um, we're a little short on time, so we'll get right into the primetime games here. Uh, we'll start with the Sunday night football matchup: the Vikings and the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos. Vikings. I'm going to pick the Vikings too, but the Broncos are actually the favorite here. Broncos are by are two and a half.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has looked better. I will. I will say that Russell Wilson has looked. Russell's better looked now. a lot better. Yes, he's only considering throwing what he was last year. He's looked a lot better.
0: He's only thrown four interceptions this year.
1: Yeah, he's he's back to back to where he was uh, when he was back in Seattle. But uh, the Vikings have looked a lot better. I think they're going to play a lot better. I think this is a pick em game. But all in all, I just think the Vikings are just a better team right now. So, yeah. And Josh Dobbs is a solid quarterback for them. So I think he'll do enough to win them the game and keep that story going.
0: I'm going to go Vikings by three. Vikings by
1: three. Uh, yeah, I'll take that.
0: Vikings by three. Yeah. And now the the game of the week probably could have potential to be game of the year. The Super Bowl rematch. Eagles-Chiefs. Oh, oh. Chiefs by two and a half. Both teams coming off the bye last week. Mm-hmm. Both teams... Healthy, ready to go. This could we could see some fireworks on Monday. Oh,
1: absolutely. I need to know. I need to know. Oh man. This but is uh, I don't
0: I don't see the Chiefs winning in this though. I I could see it.
1: I can see it.
0: I I can see more of Eagles shutting down the Chiefs receivers. Cause that... That receiving core for the Chiefs has the most drops in the league. They don't do a good job of helping Mahomes out at all. They don't. And really, it's going to come down to if they can get Kelsey the ball and get the run game going with Pacheco, which they easily could. I love the way Pacheco runs. He just runs like hard. He runs runs the way a running back should be running. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love it. He
1: runs through contact. I, I enjoy it.
0: He runs angry. Mm-hmm. That's like probably the best way to describe
1: him. Yeah. Uh, looking at both teams, I, I agree that the, the Eagles on paper are the better team. But they were the better team in the Super Bowl. And yet somehow, some way, the Chiefs still managed to come out on top of that. One. So uh, I, I want the Eagles to win because I need it for – obvious reasons, but I'm probably going to go Chiefs here by, I don't even want to say a field goal, maybe a one point game, 28-27.
0: I think this could easily turn into a game that we saw in the Super Bowl where it ends up being like 41-38 to 38 or whatever the final score of that game was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it being like that. But I can see more of the score line that you just threw up there. 28, 27 or like 24, 23, 21, 20, maybe at best or at least. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to. So you're uh, you're going Eagles on this. I'm going Chiefs. Mm. I'm going Chiefs here. Chiefs with the win, but Eagles covering. Yeah. Eagles are pretty good against the spread. I'm pretty sure, actually. Let me.
1: I mean, they're a good team. Yeah. But I need AJ Brown. I need AJ Brown to do well for fantasy purposes, of course.
0: Of course. Uh... That's not what I'm looking for. Oh man! Oh, here it is. I was trying to find. Yeah. So Eagles against the spread are. Five and two and two. Mm. Chiefs against the spread, six and three. Good luck betting this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, final thoughts before we sign off. The game of the week, obviously, is Monday
1: Night Football. I'm going to be watching that one to see how the Chiefs do on that game and another potential Super Bowl rematch, if if it's in the cards. Uh, all in all, I wish Joe Burrow a speedy recovery and hope everything's okay. Go Ravens.
0: <laughs>
1: I wish I had a broom so I could show the sweep that we did, but all in all, uh, pretty good week of football right now and more
0: football still ahead. And the injury report investigation for Joe on Joe Burrow is definitely gonna be something to look out for as well Yeah, um, in the coming days. Um, but that'll do it for us today. Thank you for listening to us. New episode going to be coming out on Tuesday at 730. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and so much more. And be sure to follow our Instagram and TikTok, Fumlerooski underscore podcast or TikTok Fumlerooski podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, from myself, Chris Kostic, Justin Tucker, we say so long, and see you on Tuesday night. Take care.